I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. Hey, how y'all doing? It's Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports. So happy to be joined today by the entire crew. We got my boy Nathan in the house. When I say Nathan, I mean the voice. You know who it is. The voice. How you doing, brother? I, I don't believe I have my uh, halfway government name on this. I'm going to have to go in and change things, but it doesn't matter. It's still your man, the myth, the legend, the voice. They know what it is. Yo, yo, and we got your homie JT. What's good, JT? Yo, what's going on, man? It's your favorite cousin's cousin, JT, man. What's poppin', yo? And we got a guest with us today. Uh, look, a hip-hop legend. Y'all know what it is, man. <laughs> legend, y'all know what's going on when he's in the building, my boy, playing James. How you doing, sir? Man, I'm, I'm feeling great, man. Thanks for the opportunity, man. I'm glad to be on the show. Absolutely. Hey, look, the reason, and I'm Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports. Y'all know what it is. Yo, so the reason we invited playing James on is because whenever we post stuff, on on Instagram, um, Plain James is one of the first people to go ahead and say something about it generally, right? He'll see something. If something interesting, he's going to hop in and jump in on the conversation. We decided to invite him to the huddle up to get his opinion on some of the things that we want to talk about today. So we, I'm happy to have you on the show, Plain. Let's go ahead and get it started. Y'all ready? Yes, sir. Let's get right. it. Sir. Now, look, and we got your boy, Miles Austin, in the building. Miles Austin, he, he, he loading up slowly. All right. So, hey, look, here's, here's the thing that we want to talk about today. One of the things that I want to hop into is the NFL. I want to start off with the NFL and ask a very simple question. And there's no previous research that has to be done for this. It's just on you, right? What gets you excited about the NFL if we have a season? Because right now, that's not guaranteed. Trump just met with Roger Goodell, and he basically said that we should be good to go by September. We'll have a lot of delay, right? So we may have some delay as far as not having OTAs. We may not have training camp when we're used to having it, stuff like that. The draft is still have, it's still taking place on April 23rd. However, we, you know, everything else may get delayed. But the season, if it starts in September, what are you most excited about for the NFL season? I'm going to start off with playing James. How you doing, brother? Let's, let's talk. Doing? What are you most excited about for the NFL? Um, for me, man, it's going to be a lot of people in new, uh, in new locations. Of course, we know the big one with Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay. Um, I'm still interested to see where Cam Newton going to wind up, uh, him not being in Carolina. Uh, I'm a Cowboys fan. I was looking at that, so we might actually try to go after Jamal Adams for the Jets. Uh, we got Amari Cooper back in. Uh, Dak, of course, we put him on the franchise tag. So I'm interested to see how that plays out. But it's a, it's a lot of good teams, man. I really um, – Outside of Kansas City and maybe San Francisco coming back, um, it's really a toss-up, you know, with the rest of the team. So it should be pre- pretty competitive, pretty balanced. I don't really see anybody outside of those two teams that can really just stand out and just take control of the, uh, either the AFC or the NFC. Mm, okay, okay, okay. So let me see. You said the Cowboys, you happy and Mari coming back? Mm-hmm. You, are you, how you feeling about Dak? Cause Dak, I don't know if Dak is going to play without that, without that, um, you know, without getting a new contract. This is my thing with Dak. I, um, Dak had a pretty good season last year. I think he led the league in passing, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but was close to the top of the league, the league in passing. He was but, close to the top. I think he was second to Jameis Winston. Right. And, uh, but he did, he hasn't, he hasn't really proven himself. When I say he hasn't proven himself, not that he hasn't won games or got the team to the playoffs or whatnot. 
he hasn't ha- had any definitive wins yet to be demanding forty million dollars a year. So, um, I think thirty between thirty thirty three million dollars a year is a gift. I think he should take that. But of course, far be it for me to tell a man what he feel like he's worth. Um, I feel like with McCarthy coming in, I think McCarthy doesn't want to come in and shake up things too much. But I don't really think he has a whole lot of confidence in Dak like that. Anyway, I kind of feel like. He may want to get somebody in. He feels like can um, grasp his system a little bit quicker. They're bringing back Kellen Moore, the offense coordinator. So, you know, the offense is going to be pretty much similar. But, you know, he's going to put his own wrinkles in it. So, I don't know if McCarthy really has confidence in that uh, to give him that kind of money. Uh, me, personally, I like Dak. Do I think Dak is going to get us over the hump? <sighs> it remains to be seen. I, I can't say I can't say that he will. Um I don't think he's a bad well, quarterback. You know, let, let me say this about the Cowboys, because, you know, Zeke is there, told you. I'm, I'm uh, St. Louis uh, through and through. Yeah, there, there's – I don't know that that Dak will get you all over the hump. You all haven't been over the hump in a generation. I mean, mm-hmm. it, there's a whole group of adults that have known nothing <laughs> but futility – from the Cowboys. It's not like back in the 80s when, you know, they, they if, if they weren't winning, they still were staying in things, then got over the hump in the 90s. They've been absolutely abysmal for um, for a generation. So, no, Dak, yeah. Dak is not it uh, to do it. Actually, what excites me about the NFL coming back is seeing the Cowboys lose week after week. <laughs> Very few things. Uh, you know, I, I look for three teams to uh, to win, or I should say I'm rooting for three teams every Sunday. I'm rooting for my beloved Broncos and <laughs> whoever's playing against the Cowboys. And it was whoever was playing against uh, the Patriots, but now it'll be whoever's playing against Tampa Bay. Wow. Yo, Will, so we're asking this question very simply. What are you most excited about for next NFL season? <laughs> you already know. Watching my Kansas <laughs> City Super Bowl champion Chiefs. Now, <laughs> now I'm excited about uh I wanna I'm I wanna see besides the Chiefs, you know what I'm saying? The Saints. I think they got a good pickup with Emmanuel Sanders. I'm interested to see how Brady does with the Bucks and see if our he can cast um, offs? what is that? Our cast offs. You said okay. the cast offs. <laughs> yeah, the, the Broncos cast offs. All right. Oh uh, well. That's a whole nother story. Emmanuel, Emmanuel pretty much stood up the Chiefs when he was supposed to sign with us on the handshake agreement and then went to the Broncos. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? I want to see what Brady does. He wants you know to go with How him. he does with the Bucks? Um, <laughs> can he win it without Belichick? I want to see that. Um, interested to see how the 49ers bounce back. And uh, if Nick Foles wins out the competition in Chicago, because I think he is a better quarterback than Trubisky, even at his being an older quarterback. But he has that veteran experience. So it's it's quite a few storylines. See how the Bills do where they got Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen and it's quite a few teams that uh be interested in seeing play. Okay, and how okay. Gurley does with the Falcons. You say what? And how Gurley does with the Falcons. That's a no go. All right, so what? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let me let me highlight JT. JT, what you excited about? <clears throat> Wait, um, JT, do you have anything to be excited about? Let's see. <laughs> Jeez. Now nah, I ain't going to do you like that. Go ahead, brother. What you excited about? All right. So first off, I'm excited to see 
football, period. Um, I'm excited to see football. Um, Secondly, um, I want to see what Tom Brady really going to do in Tampa Bay with the weapons that he have. Like, he got solid weapons around him. Definitely. Um, I'm excited to see where Cam Newton lands. Mm, Um, That's going to be, you know, a big storyline. I'm also to see, see, you know, the new quarterbacks, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, the with the new era to start, like Deshaun Watson, how he's going to handle with uh, a full season without DeAndre Hopkins. How DeAndre Hopkins and Kyle Murray going to, you know what I'm saying, uh, mesh together. And if Larry Fitzgerald come back, that's a mean one-two punch right there. Yeah. yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of different storylines throughout the season, man, that is – Yes, I am a Patriots fan. Yes, we're in a rebuilding stage. Yes, we will be back to the promised land probably in two years. Um, anyway, right. don't say nothing else. Hey, 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 I'm still talking. Um, <laughs> yeah, but but when you talk crazy, we, we can uh, interject and say, <laughs> That's not talking crazy. That's talking fast. Like, we will be back to the promised land within two years. Right. I don't think boy. you guys they are won't. rebuilding, honestly. They won't. Huh? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you guys are rebuilding, honestly. You oh, we're gotta, rebuilding. You st- you still have a top – I mean, it's a top 10 defense. I mean, you really – Jason, what's is, what is his name? Got the new guy coming in? We're talking about uh, offense or defense? The quarterback. Ryan Hoyer. Ryan, oh, Ryan Hoyer. Hoyer. Ryan Hoyer. <laughs> what in the world? Okay, never mind. Man, come on. Every bill. Yeah. You could okay. on the defensive end. Let's put it like that. I guess you had to figure it out on the offensive side. But I, I will say this. I will say this. If, if Julian Edelman decides to play at least two more years, I don't see him – this this will probably be his last season in New England. Mm. It's gonna be I'll hard though because that defense is good, but if the offense yeah. can't control the ball, the defense gonna stay on the field and be tired. So facts. The, the, the right defense now, not gonna be as effective. I'm saying because right now, if y'all can name me six offensive players on that team right now, I'll be happy. <laughs> as a Patriots <laughs> fan, can you name six offensive? Players? <laughs> I can name six. I can name six. Run that. Um, James White. Uh, Sonny Michelle, Julian Edelman, Muhammad Sanu. Uh, we just signed that tight end, uh, Rizzo. Well, we re-signed Rizzo. Um, uh, what else? Who else? Mm, um, he's struggling. Three. He's struggling at five. Wait. One, two. That's five. Three. Uh, we four, need six. Five. That's it. Oh, I man. Name, I name, I name one. <laughs> you ain't even named the quarterback. <laughs> he's out for a Right. That's what you start with, right? The quarterback. I'm saying, all right, yeah. uh, Jerry Stedham is our quarterback. Okay, he's from Auburn. What's the coach yeah, name? See. What's the head coach name? I'm Bill Belichick. I have to call it. I have to call it. it was a good, offensive it was a coordinator, Jack McDaniel. There you go. Look at you. <laughs> Larry and the OC. Yeah, That's the highlight. Like it was a good, it was a good fight. Come on, bro. Good fight, man. It's all good. <laughs> hey, yo, thank Leave you. Leave me alone right now, guys. <laughs> all right, guys. So um, let's go ahead to the next topic. So we're going to take a small break, and then right after this, we'll be back with our next topic. Um, next thing we'll talk about is we'll hop into a little bit of classic chat. We'll talk about um, actually, wait, we won't do the classic chat. We'll do another topic, then we'll hop into classic chat. I'm coming right, we'll in. Right this is Dan Elgin, U.S. MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. <laughs> Very crazy out here, man. Every song out here, man. Somebody in the trap. Oh, we got ops. Oh, we bringing in them bells. We doing this. Man, it seems to me, man, there's a whole lot of capping going on, man. Just keep it real with yourself, man. 
It's a better way out here, bruh. Yeah. What's going on? Hmm. What's going on? What's really going on? Hmm. Really, 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 really. Your trap ain't jumping. You just jumping to conclusions. Nah. It's a better way. Let me show you how to do it. What's going on? Selling dope, they provide it, they call you a villain. They gon' let you make a little money, then come and get it. What's going on? Hmm, what's going on? What's really going on? Hmm, really, 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 really. Your trap ain't jumping, you just jumping to conclusions. Nah, it's a better way. Let me show you how to do it. What's going on? to show you another way to make a living. Ay, what's your purpose and gift? If you got the mindset to run a trap, you can probably run a business. True. We put limits on ourselves. Really, we be scared to fail. That's Ay, true. We were made for more than you to scale the legal sales and trafficking. Break it down a pack and then go distribute it. Listen, we all know this is a trap, so the fall for daddy foolish. But I understand the motive, feeling hopeless to get this. I get it. That's why I'm passionate about providing new perspectives. I remember when I was out there trying to get it in. Nine quarters in. Your trap ain't jumping, you just jumping to conclude. Oh yeah, it's a better way. Let me show you how to do it. Hey. Trap theology. Now we're going to, we just kind of want to go around the circle. We got basketball coming up right after this, uh, but we want to go around the circle. And we just want to ask, what makes you feel like your team is going to the Super Bowl this year? So you're in NFL team. And honestly, hold on, let's kind of switch it up. We'll, we'll mix it, okay? So you can say your NBA team or your NFL team. So tell me your NBA team or NFL team, why are they going to the championship this year? All right, here we go. We'll start off with the voice. Talk to me, voice. Well... 
if we get back this season, choose Boston. I think. Excuse me. Choose this is my Boston. time. You, uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. <laughs> Fakers fans, it's my time. Here we go. Here and we it's go. all about the green and white. That's right. Uh, smart man. Smart man. That's go right. ahead. See us rise. And I think that actually the time off that we've had is good. It helps uh, Tatum to get healthy, helps with some other people getting healthy as well. I think uh, that and with the the if he can keep the momentum going, because Tatum really was having the kind of breakout season where he's establishing himself as the man. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think if we're able to come back, Giannis being out a little bit of time too, that helps him. But um, I think the Celtics were really, really making a move. Uh, so that that's the reason why I think if we come back this season, that that's how things will go. Next season, depends on what time we're able to get into the gym to start uh, training, who we're able to pick up in uh, either free agency and or through the draft. Uh, it's way too much to be seen next season. But this season, we can come back. I think JT will put his stamp on the league. Okay, okay. I see you. All right, let's go. Let's go with Plain James. Talk to me. Why them Cowboys headed back to the Super Bowl? When I say back, I just mean after such a long delay. (laughs) Man, just being totally 100, I I feel like one of our uh, weaknesses for like the last, I don't know how many seasons have been our secondary. Uh, When you talk about offensive weapons, our offensive weapons are some of the top weapons in the league. You look at Amari Cooper, you're looking at um, Ezekiel Elliott. Um, Dak, although he may not be a superstar quarterback, he's an elite game manager. He don't make a lot of mistakes. He don't uh, make a lot of turnovers. Um, between that, Randall Cobb, I think we got a pretty good offense. And I think what we've been doing this offseason is shoring up a secondary. I think we're going to pick up a couple of young DBs in the draft. Uh, I said earlier we're trying to get Jamal Adams from the Jets. Uh, he's from Texas, so he's going to have a sense of pride coming home. Uh, playing for the Cowboys. We got a fresh face. We got a coach who has an experience in winning. He's been to the Super Bowl. He's won a Super Bowl. I think Jason Garrett should have been gone five, six years ago. So I think when you get a new face in there, a new coach, somebody who has a winning culture, uh, even though he didn't end the best in Green Bay, he's been there before. He he knows what it takes. So I think with the talent, with a new face that's experienced in winning, and it's going to give an energetic vibe in the locker room. Everybody's going to be encouraged to feel like, you know, we got a fresh start. I think we got a good chance as any in the NFC uh, to come out of the NFC. And, um, you know, Kansas City is definitely the best team in the league. I mean, one of the best offensive teams we've seen in the history of the game. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> but I do believe – Hold on. Didn't, didn't Wade Phillips win some things? Didn't, didn't y'all have, like, one of the greatest coaches of all time? So, this is going to fix no, it. No, you not, need to – Not necessarily Until Wade. your owner dies. Or go <laughs> Why he got to die for them wow. to win the Super Bowl? Until he dies or gets senile Dang. enough for somebody else to actually start calling the shots, Why you? you all are going to have the same level. I think, wow. I think it's different now. I think, I think man. Steven is doing more of the uh, shot calling now because, to be honest, Jerry didn't want uh, Jason Garrett to go. Like, he, he still mm. wanted to keep him. And Steven, the one to pull the plug, like, look, man, he's been here eight, nine years. We've been eight and eights, you know what I'm saying, nine and seven, like, every yeah. year, first, second round playoff. We need something new. So I think I think 
Steven is the only one that can trump Jerry at this point. I think he's the only what? one to tell Jerry to step back. Like, so like you said, most of yeah. the like Conrad. You know what I'm saying? So most of what is Motown? Yeah. So, hey, bro, bro, just pop on like that. I don't know. You look like somebody. You look like the drunk uncle at the barbecue. Oh, wow. what's, up, <laughs> what's up, baby? That's but we got a shot, is... man. I think I think we got a shot, though. And I'm with you on the Celtics too on the NBA. I'm, I'm a Celtics fan, man. I think Kimba is a whole lot better look for us than Kyrie. Yes. Kyrie, he dribbled out the play clock for 20 seconds and forced wild shots. But Kimba kind of gets everybody involved and steps up when he needs to. So with That's Tatum being the man, give you, that. you know, with Tatum being the man, and everybody Shout out to Tatum, him, though. Yeah, man. Shout out to Tatum. Man. I, as, a, as a Laker fan, it's hard to say that, but dude balling, man. All right, Miles, Miles, how you, how you feeling, brother? How's your team going to the Super Bowl? I mean, I'm sorry. You should probably go NBA. So how's your team <laughs> going to the championship? No, let them go. Let them go Super Bowl. Cause that no, just ain't no way. No, he knows that. There, like, there's no the reason Super you're talking Bowl. about the fakers look, is because look. you are a LeBron. Uh, I'm sorry, LeBron Stan. Dang. Oh, am I? Am I? Hey, no, not hey. you. Not hey. you. Oh, okay. Hey, <laughs> let's let's talk about. We got to talk about the Lakers because it can't be the Raiders. And he knows that. I know that. We all know that. So let's just talk about <laughs> the Lakers and their possibilities. Look, we can talk about the Lakers, man. I definitely think we have a great chance to not only go to the finals but win the finals. Uh, one of the big reasons, obviously, is going to be LeBron James and the way that he commands the court. I think he's a, a generational player. We all know that. I think he's a Mount Rushmore player. Um, I think what he what he brings what he brings to the table and what he's able to uh, to get and galvanize his team. Um, I think he's one of those guys, and, and bringing in Anthony Davis, somebody who's a top five guy as well, and the pieces that we have around. I definitely think, even with the Clippers being the Clippers, I think that's our biggest competition. I definitely think we beat them in a seven game series. Park your stuff, um, bro. And uh, with LeBron, I think playoff LeBron is unstoppable, man. When you give him any any daylight and when he can see it. I think it's that's, that's exactly what it's going to be. He's going to end it with a ring. Um, I definitely think we're going to be in the finals, bro. Straight up. Man, and even if you know what, bro. hold on, you know what I was. You can't say he's unstoppable. He's lost more finals than he's won. Hey, yeah, but he's he the same there. one. But he won he, he, he nine points in the game. He been there. The right, and, and, and that, right. That's why I say he won. He won unstoppable in 2011. But he been there, boys. Bringing. So we're going to talk about the blips in there and ar- and argue that he's not unstoppable. He said the blips. They molding blips. Right. Like, let's be serious here. <laughs> 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 These three and six. Who are we talking about, really? What are we talking series. about? And then you that's, brought that's up. That's definitely. Uh, he melted in the Dallas series. Next year. And he's going to get hurt in the, the quarantine. He's just going to walk around the corner and break gotcha. something. Gotcha. Ooh. Look, Ooh. I can't. Bro, this I man lost. Okay, he lost to Dirk Nowitzki, JJ Barea, Jason Terry, Ronnie. Right, when, yeah, when, when Jason Terry, who else you talking about though? But tell me that, yeah. who else can you talk about though? Nobody. Every at, at the at the end of the conversation, all y'all can talk about is LeBron because he's the only player to talk about. Who else is there to talk about? Dwayne Wade. Exactly. Nobody else. Nobody. Since 2010, who y'all been talking about? LeBron James. Same bad. He ain't been naming your friend of your mind. Steph Curry. Are you Are you serious? Yeah, Steph Curry. Are you going to try to abuse Are you going to try to bring up – Are you going to try to bring up four all-stars against LeBron and some bums? Really? No, KD balled out. Man, let's not act like LeBron. KD did ball. ball. KD like, ball, straight like up. That, don't get it twisted. LeBron but KD, I'm not even – don't bring up KD. Really? LeBron Don't bring up KD. Seriously, you surround him by four arms. You supposed to ball. Let's be serious. Here. 
All right, all right, all right. Let's go. I'll be a baller too. I joined three all stars. I want to hear. I want to hear from Will Smith. I want to hear from Will Smith. Will talk to me about why the Chiefs are repeating as champions. Uh, I would say because they have the continuity. They have a lot of their core players coming back. They re-signed Sammy Watkins. Got him on the um, restructured his contract. Brought back Demarcus Robinson. They re-signed him. So we have most of our just about all of our offense coming about coming back. Mahomes got another year of experience under his belt. And he said just about last year in the second half, he just started reading defenses. So as he continues to grow and learn, he's only going to get better. And then you got Andy Reid stuck in the basement during quarantine time, just writing up plays like a mad scientist. <laughs> and we got pretty much our defense coming back. We lost a few. There's a few spots we need to refill on the defensive side of the ball, but we still got Frank Clark, still got the honey badger, got Juan Thornhill, our rookie coming back, who was balling before he got hurt in the last game of the season. So he, he's going to come back. So I just feel like the continuity, uh, they're going to be ahead of the game because a lot of they're not going to have training camps as long if they even have it at all, you know. Yeah. And so since they already have that chemistry, they don't have as much to work on as other teams. They kind of have a leg up because they have that experience already. Who's so. who's your biggest comp? Uh, in the what's AFC the, what's or the, just what's, NFL what's the team you think like, man, if we got to face them? In the AFC? Isn't it? I, I, yeah, you can say AFC. Well, AFC, I say Baltimore, the Ravens. They're still, uh, you know, a center team you got to watch out for. They got a lot of pieces on the defensive side of the ball and offensively. If Lamar if Lamar happens to get better with his passing game, they're going to be a problem. For sure. Um, it would have been maybe probably the, the, the Titans again, maybe. So I'll yeah, say that's what I was going to say, Tennessee. Ravens, Titans, and um, maybe the Bills. But I still think the Chiefs are just a, a step up in the leg better than, than them. Than, than those other teams, but they will be competition. And Man, we have to go to Baltimore this upcoming season. We got to go to they, they, they place. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good game. Yeah. Any oh, team right you don't want to see? Right. Oh, go ahead. <clears throat> go ahead. Um, any, is, there, is there any team you don't want to see in the Super Bowl? There's no team come, that I come, don't want to see. When you have Mahomes, I feel like we can beat anybody. It, and with um, our offense, we can beat anybody. We can put up points like that. We can score twice in two minutes. So no offense that I don't want to see. I would love to see – the Saints – well, actually, the Saints and the Chiefs will play this upcoming year because we play the NFC South. So, that's going to be a good matchup with Breeze and yeah. you know, Michael Thomas and Sanders and Kamara. So, that's going to be – that's going to be a nice game to watch. So, um, if you see the 49ers again, you don't think it's, it'll be a better game? No problem. I'll get, I think because – I mean, because when we look back at the Super Bowls, the fourth quarter was gigantic for, for both teams. Mm-hmm. So, if we're thinking of, yeah. about that same defense coming back and it being, up, being, up, being able to play in the Super Bowl, do you think – you guys change it differently or like you know i think um they both right, have yeah. some some better tape on each other now i don't think the 49ers yeah. would get up by 10 points again and even if they did like the chiefs the chiefs had that experience of knowing like yo we've been here before not gotcha. that you want to get in the habit of getting down but it's not like they played every game like that last season where they were always down so yeah all right guys all right look we're gonna go ahead and take one more quick break and then right after this we're gonna hop into our classic chat. All right, we'll right in. Back. Hey, this is Shaka Allen Hill, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. He looked like a hustling record producer. Like, <laughs> cheats you out your money. <laughs> yeah, just sign baby. right here. Just sign right it, here. Baby. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're back. We're, hey, we're back. Um, so happy that we're joined today by playing James and the entire crew. We got my boy Will Smith in the building. We got Uncle West in the building. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what to do, baby? You know, <laughs> Uncle Weston's side. You know what I'm saying? We here. Uncle we Weston's here. <laughs> Austin in the building. Look, we, look, they, were, they were here for our last. Um, they were here for our last go, but we're happy to have them and wanted to make sure they got shouted out before we hop into this last bit. We're talking about classic chat right now. Classic chat is one of those things that we do that we talk about because I mean, hey, we always want to like kind of bring up a scenario. We do this in all the chat rooms, right? So if you go into a Facebook chat room or a Facebook group, somebody will bring yes. up a random scenario. And in that random scenario, there's always a bunch of conversation around it. One of the latest ones that came up was this kind of, I want to say a one-sided matchup, but apparently I, I'm wrong. And I want to hear about why today. Think about this, y'all. So what if there was a matchup, a finals matchup? We're going to seven game series between these two teams. The first team is the Warriors team with Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, and Andre Iguodala, right? And the rest of that team. And the other team is Kobe Bryant, Paul Gasol, right? Derek Fisher, Lamar Odom, and Meta World Peace. Let me stop you right there, young blood. Um, understand this. Now, I love going old school, but understand this. Now, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and, and, and the other Splash Brother, I forget his name. But anyway, his name slipped me right now. And you say, is KD on this team at all? KD is on this team. Well, you understand this, young blood. KD being on that team, there is no way possible that the Mamba by himself is going to go ahead and beat this team. No way. I'm sorry. But the Mamba's not by it's himself. Too, it's too many heavy. Boo-boo, you didn't say anybody else. Boo-boo. All I heard, all I heard. <laughs> listen here. No, listen here. Hey, this is how old school talk. Young blood. This is how old school talk. I've heard a lot of old you school players. Hey, but hey, hey, this is called young blood. I've never been called boo boo by this, one this, old schooler. Hey, hey, this Florida, boo boo. Listen here. This was Florida. This is how Florida do. All right, they told her to be exact. All right. Now, let me hey, go hey, ahead and play like my point. Stop. <laughs> First off, listen, listen here, young blood. Shout out to Plain Jans, because we acting like we we acting like we ain't got heavy hitters on the on the board on the board tonight. Shout out to you, Plain Jans. You 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 the you, you the man for sure. Anyway, anyway, back to my point, young blood. Uh, Steph ahead, Curry, man. Steph Curry. <laughs> Don't make me break character. Steph Curry <laughs> is the man. The other Splash Brother is the plan, and not only that, you got K, got you got KD. I'm sorry, it's too much power on that team. There's no way, impossible, that a Lakers team is going to beat the Golden State Warriors. Now I got to talk to Miles. Though. I, go ahead, go ahead, boys. Well, my my question is this, and Miles, you can take it from here, because I, the team that was put out there, I know, is one that won uh, the championship. Did was Lamar Odom with the Kardashian at that point or not? No, sir. <laughs> Why that, that, that has a lot to do with See, that has a lot to do with it. You understand that has a lot to do with young blood. You right? That was pre Kardashian, right? That was pre Chloe. That was still double. That was still double double. Yeah, that Lamar Odom. yeah. All right, go yeah. go go ahead. You you can take it from there. That, that's all I really need to know. <laughs> so let me just let me just make sure. Are we are we going in consensus from JT Wood? James, Uncle Wilson, saying that the Warriors are the clear favorites. Hold on, no, no we don't have a clear everybody, favorite. Everybody hasn't spoke yet. 
Okay. I just want to make sure. So, so go, ahead, I, go ahead and give your take. I want to make sure that I'm not just uh, being a, a Laker fan. So I, I did some of my research just to make sure uh, that year that we did win the championship in 09 when we had, I think the pitcher was what, Derek Fisher, Kobe Bryant, Metal World Peace, Lamar Odom, and Paul Gasol. Yes. Um, this is still Paul Gasol. It's still double-double Paul Gasol. It's 18 and 11. Um, I think Lamar Odom was still double-doubling 11 and 10. Kobe, 27. There we go. So, Kobe, 27 minutes. So, I, I looked at matchups. This is before I, I Kobe shut Paul Gasol down. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I, so, I basically looked at matchups and how I obviously know that that Warriors team is absolutely great. One of the greatest teams assembled. We, we, we get that. So, I just started breaking it down from, from, uh, from matchup to matchup. So, it would have been Fisher on Curry. Uh, Kobe Bryant on Clay, Metal World Peace on Kevin, Lamar Odom on, uh, on Iggy, and Paul Gasol on Draymond. My first question would be, is who covers Paul Gasol? Who stops Paul Gasol? He's averaging 18 and 11 in the finals. He, I'm sure he averages more with nobody down there with him. You got to remember this year he played Dwight Howard and still averaged 11, 18 and 11 on a number. I think he was the defensive player of the year that year. So I don't see anybody on that on that roster who's going to stop Pogasol. Nobody. I don't think anybody. Draymond is not going to get all on and in his head. I, I think he plays. Like I think he plays. Of uh, Dennis Rodman. I think. I think this is what I think. I think that Draymond has great defense, and the, his size doesn't matter. He plays at an amazing level and has been for you know however many years. But if I'm if I'm going to compare Dwight Howard, defensive player of the year, to another defensive player of the year who's smaller and not as strong as Dwight Howard, and Paul Gasol still gave him 18 and 11, I'm gonna go with Paul Gasol on that match. But after a couple of them cheap shots that Draymond gives, you telling me that that old soft Paul Gasol <laughs> what is just play? What just happened? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You, well, we, Uncle Connie, West, go. Connie, you know how dirty Draymond Connie, is. Connie pulling something on me. I, I get. I, I hear you, but I don't. I don't see Draymond stopping. But there's nobody over six seven on the court. I, I, I don't get like besides Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's not going to guard Paul Gasol. So I think. I think what you got. You got. Kobe, I think Kobe Bryant slows down Clay. He averaged twenty in that finals. I think Kobe Bryant slows down. You got to remember, Kobe Bryant was all defense. Only be all in all defense that year. First team. He slows down Clay Thompson. I think Metal World Peace does not stop the 26 points that Kevin Durant's going to give you, but he's going to make it definitely hard for him. I think he's a stronger uh, Patrick Beverly. Lamar Odom's still giving you 11 and 10. I don't think Iggy's going to stop that, and he's definitely a playmaker. I don't have anybody on the starting five who averaged under three assists, so the ball was hopping just like the Warriors would. And, and that year, we're top five in offense and top five in defense. Uh, the Warriors that year, I think, were outside of the top 10 in defense. So I, I'm just I'm looking at apples to apples. I mean, obviously on paper you got to go with the Warriors, but when I put it down to, um, to to just you know bar to bar, I'm I'm going with the I'm going with the Lakers. Okay, okay, I see you with the with the Lakers, right? But let me say this, right? Um, are you saying to me that Draymond Green has never faced a center like Paul Gasol? Like Paul Gasol is just the <laughs> baddest center Draymond has ever faced, and he can't do anything with him? I'm not saying that. No, I'm saying in the I'm saying in the finals. When you're talking about a seven-game series, you got to go up against a seven-footer who can pull up from three, and he's a three-level scorer. And you're talking about a person who's six, six, what, six, seven, I believe, is trying to stop a turnaround fade or a turnaround hook or just putbacks. I mean, think about that. Kobe put up a lot of shots. If he's not making them, Paul Gasol's there. Who, I'm just trying to figure out who's going to be there to slow down a seven-foot, three-level scorer in Paul Gasol. Let me ask oh. this. Let me let me let me talk to let me let me talk to JT. Actually, let me talk to um voice. Voice. What you yes, got sir. here, brother? 
No, I, I, it was just a, a, a cheap shot that I was going to take. But so you, you can go on to someone else. <laughs> okay, Plain, what you got here, bro? What you got, Plain? Appreciate you for being uh, on there. Oh, I think, I think, I think, uh, Miles made a lot of valid points. But my thing is, one thing he just mentioned was the fact that Kobe did shoot a lot of shots. Like his shot volume was super high, and it wasn't always a good percentage. So you're looking at a team like Golden State being able to get out on the fast break. Um, very often in the game, that will kind of neutralize that advantage that the Lakers may have on the post. So then when you look at you got Steph Curry, you got Klay Thompson, you got Durant, you got Iguodala out there, and you got Draymond Green. Um, also on the bench, either you're going to have, depending on what year that team they're talking about, it's either going to be Bogut or either JaVale McGee coming off the bench, um, yeah. giving them a that's little bit of hype. But that's the same year we still had Andrew Biden on the bench giving us 15. I mean, I'm, yeah, I understand that. But at the same time, though, um, y'all were physical on defense. But in the NBA, it's going to be hard to guard anybody one-on-one. So what you're looking at, because you can't double-team anybody on Golden State because they're nope. going to shoot your eyes out. So yeah, what you that. got is a t- you got a team that's going to spread the floor out, that's going to score over 100 points every game. And what you're mm-hmm. depending on is the Derrick Fisher to go bucket for bucket with Steph Curry. I mean, Kobe and, and, and Clay. you know, I'm going to give the advantage to Kobe, obviously, but Clay is going to be respected. This is a man who scored 50-some points without with taking, like, 10 oh, dribbles in the oh, game. Oh, respect. Definitely so respect. Then, then you got KD. I mean, Metal World Peace, he was guarding those guys back in that time, but he's never faced anybody who was 6'10", 6'11", they can shoot from anywhere never on the court. seen nothing like him in his life. Then, then you got Draymond, who not only can rebound and play defense, but he can take the ball off the rim and initiate the fast break. That's going to come that's off also, of a lot of a but lot that's of also a Lamar Odom, though. That's a Lamar Odom. That's a smaller version of Lamar Odom, what he was doing that day. That's true. Lamar Odom would do that, but I'm looking at him and Iguodala. I feel like Iguodala and Odom is a wash. So, really? Would you, would you, I think so. He won the MVP ah. in the finals one year. I mean, you got to give Stop him some kind of respect. At that time, at, at that time, Iguodala. I, I saw was, the stats. He, was, he, got, he got MVP for, for letting Bron score third. Average 35, 11, and 10. But, but, I, but this is the same, no the same time, though. The same time he gave LeBron some difficulty. You can't stop LeBron James. Like, you're not going to stop him. Oh, for but sure. he did He did give him some difficulty. So I feel like if he can give LeBron James difficulty, he definitely can give Lamar Odom some difficulty. So if we look, if we go going person for person, I'm taking Steph over Derek Fisher. I'm sure you would yeah. agree. Yeah. Uh, Kobe and Clay. Kobe's obviously an all-time great, but Clay is not, you know what I'm saying, a slouch by no imagination. I'm taking, I'm taking KD over a Metal World piece. For sure. Um, um, Pau Gasol, that's, you might have a mismatch down low. But then I'm taking uh, – what's the other matchup? I'm taking Draymond um, or whoever he's guarding. So, so I, think, I think that's where we disagree at, the Pau Gasol and Draymond. So if, you, oh, if you're looking at that – I'll give you Pau Gasol on that. I'll give you Pau Gasol on that. Yeah. But Lamar Odom and uh, Iguodala, I'm saying, that's a why. That's so, the one I don't think is a watch, but, I mean, I get what you're saying. Yo, so, so I'm taking – so, Steph is the equalizer. I think Steph is – Steph is the determining fact. I got Steph over over there. Steph, is, Steph is the X-Factor, yeah. Yeah, I got him at the X-Factor. All right, y'all, we're going around the room real quick. Let's go with JT. Let me let – me, so, JT, here's what I want to hear from you. Let me get your prediction. So, we'll come back to playing James Miles. I want to get your final prediction on this. JT, let me yes, get sir. your prediction. We got a seven-game series. Just tell me how it ends. Um, I'm gonna say Warriors in seven. I don't, I don't see Kobe being able to carry the team a full um, seven games. Um, any given night, any one of those five can kind of sort of take over the game. Steph can take over one game. Clay can take over one game. 
Draymond can give you a triple double. You know what I'm saying? Really facilitate the game. KD can give you a game. I don't see no one else outside of Kobe really just taking over that game or or the series. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna take Golden State in seven. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me hear from Connie Westside. Yo, I don't know where I don't know where Uncle West went. I want. I hope we get to next week. That was a heck of a change, boy. Hey, um, <laughs> Uncle Wes had to go lay down. He was he's too much. Um, um, I'm going to go, but I want to go with Uncle Wes here, man. He's he, he was he was like uh he was like the Warriors. I want to say Warriors and um uh, I say Warriors and six. Oh gosh, Warriors and six. Warriors. Thank and you, six? JT, for respecting seven games. Can I, can I okay. go? <laughs> we got Warriors and six. All right, Will, talk to me. What you got in that one? I got the Lakers in seven. Now listen to me now. Talk to me. I say that because just because defensively, I think that's um, defense is underestimated. I think that um, the Lakers, the style of defense they played during that time, I think as the years have gone by, I've seen defense in the NBA diminish to a point where a lot of shots aren't contested. That Lakers team is not going to allow Golden State to have a whole lot of uncontested shots. They're going to be in in their phase and make sure that it's not going to be just an open shot a lot of the times that they have. You look yeah. at the spacing now in the NBA, a lot of times them three-point shots they get to get up, the, the defender's like, go ahead, shoot it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that's, not, that's not what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, you underestimate Derek Fisher's defense, Metal World Peace, Kobe. Kobe's a competitor. Metal he's going to want to hold. Oh. He's going to want to guard probably KD or the best player on the team. You know what I'm saying? So For sure. Just that competitive nature of the Lakers. And I don't think – I think the physicality of the Lakers – in the style of the play, eventually aware on Golden State. And Golden State, sometimes they have dry spurts where they're not hitting their threes. Of course, they can they can get on a, they can get on a run and score a lot of points and shoot a lot of threes in time, but I don't think they're going to get those uncontested shots that people think they would get. Mm-hmm. And, and the good thing about the Lakers is they, had, they have a variety of ways to score. Like, they can shoot threes. They're not as consistent as – they wouldn't be as consistent as Golden State, but they can also take it in the paint. They can slow the game down. They can, they can hit those mid-range jumpers and, and two-pointers and stuff like that. So, I think uh, I'll take the Lakers in seven, man. Okay, man, okay. Man, well. We got Lakers in seven there. All right, let's go to playing. What you got? I, I like – Will made a lot of good points as far as the physicality of the defense. I think what area we playing in does play a role in how many games I think it will go. If we're playing in today's NBA, I got Golden State in six. If we playing in the, in the more physical league, um, I got Golden State in seven. Um, it's not that that L.A. team was a pushover. It's just I don't, I don't think – similar to what we see in the football with the way Kansas City puts up points. Like, you know, they had the greatest show on turf with the Rams or whatnot. But the way Kansas City is putting up points, like I, I look at how, how um, Golden State puts up points, man. Like somebody said, like any night Steph, Clay, or Durant can take over the game. I don't see anybody on the Lakers team being able to take over a game. So what you're doing is asking Kobe to, to basically be able to outscore um, Golden State team with the help of some role players. Like even Pau Gasol getting 18 and 11. Like we've seen nights from Golden State. All, all, all three of those guys have gotten 25, almost 30 points in the same game. They, they all average over 20 points, yeah. Right. Then you have solid role players. So, I think we're playing the physical NBA, like the old NBA, 90s NBA. I got Golden State in seven. Um, 
if you look in that, if you look in that today's NBA, I got to go to State in six just for the simple fact. I think they'll be able to outrun the Lakers, and I think it's just it's hard to guard them guys one on one, man. It's just you're not gonna be able to do it. Okay, okay, okay. All right, Miles, where you at, brother? What you got? I got uh, I got the Lakers in seven. I I definitely I definitely think that the Warriors. They got firepower, and like James, like James and Will were talking about. I mean, they're they're gonna put up shots and get up points in a hurry. But I also want to point out that year, uh, the Lakers were top five in offense, defense, and pace. So we we didn't play around with the ball when we got it, and every starter shot over forty two percent. So that I think that would speak to James's point of uh, Kobe taking a lot of shots. They still were a vo- lot of volume shots, but every starter shot shot over forty two percent. So they the shots were going down. Um, and even, I mean, I think I think Derek Fisher is obviously not going to slow down. He, he can slow down, and we, I think we under, underestimate his defense. Mm. He's going to slow down Steph. He's not going to stop Steph, obviously. But yeah. I honestly will put Kobe on Kevin and Meta on uh, Clay mm-hmm. Thompson. Honestly, I mean, you think that year Kobe Bryant was all defensive first team, so he he wants the competition. He wants to guard the the best player on the t- on the court. Um, and that's gonna that was gonna be Kevin Durant at that time. I definitely think Lamar Odom has the advantage over Iggy, uh, but Paga saw to me definitely is going to be the X factor. Like Steph is going to be for the Warriors, um, but I still got I still got Lakers in seven because of the physicality, uh, offense and defense. And um, I definitely think they're going to be just nights where Warriors just take over with their shooting. So I I I'll still I'll give it to the Lakers in seven. Yo know, guys, I got I got something to ask y'all right after this. It's going to be a good one. But go ahead, guys. Real quick, I was gonna say though, with the physicality of Derek Fisher and Kobe on defense, like I, I know Derek Fisher, he was a solid defender, but you got to look at the kind of offense Golden State run. They're running around a lot of screens, yeah. so you got to think seven game series. You chasing these guys around picks and screens the whole time, and they don't need much daylight to shoot the ball. That's that's the only good, reason why. But, but who like, was the coach then? Wasn't Phil Jackson the coach? Steve Kerr run the same offense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But he, he learned from Phil Jackson. So Phil Jackson would – I think he would coach up how to defend that on the, yeah. on the, um, when they're on the defense side of the ball. So coaching plays yeah. a part in it too. That's true. You got three guys running across some screens, though. I mean, it's only so much <laughs> you can do. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. All right. Here we go. West side, would you would – you, okay, okay. We're overtime, y'all. We're overtime on this one. All right, guys. So let's go ahead and wrap up. We're going to go ahead with – um, so here's the thing. We'll, we'll wrap it up like this. Everybody gets at least, um, you know, 30 seconds to a minute to talk about one thing in sports that you want to talk about. And we'll start off with um, – we, well, we'll start off with The Voice this time because I don't know we got his prediction. So we'll start off with The Voice, and then we'll kind of go around the world and get your – you know, just your one thing you want to talk about this week, and then we'll kind of wrap it up with our guest playing James. Go for it, Voice. Run it. In the world of combat sports – we had some tragedies this past week. Mm. One being that we know that um, Mayweather's daughter can't fight. She's <laughs> pulling <laughs> knives on people. Wow. I granted, you know, she, she was, was upset. Terrible. They were in the kitchen. Knives were there. Okay. We, we understand. <laughs> um, you know, but it, it, it's a tragedy. We, And really the greatest tragedy in all this is the cycle of domestic violence sure. uh floyd senior used to be floyd mom floyd's mother we know that floyd did time for domestics we know that his uncle who was just uh who just passed did time for domestics and now 
we got this whole domestic cycle going again. So praying that that, that curse gets broken because it's just not good. All right, JT, talk to me, brother. All right, so my thing is the PGA actually put a date on the tournament. Oh, August, yeah. They announced that the Masters would be sometime in November. Here's my issue with that. You gonna have golf on a Saturday, and if we have college football going on at the same exact time. Um, PGA, I'm sorry. I love to watch golf on a Saturday when I ain't got nothing else to do. But it's going to be football season, guys. Your, your ratings are going to drop. Who's going to actually be there in Augusta? Yes. I, 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 honestly, I don't think that was a good move by the PGA. But at least they took a step to put a date on something versus where the ugly, we're saying we're hopeful. We're, yeah. we're praying that this go here. PGA took a, took a step. So shout out to the PGA uh, Tour for making the date. But, man, y'all doing this on in the South. In Augusta, Georgia, where football is king. Good luck. Good luck. Good point. Good point. All right. Thank you. Yo, okay, Miles, talk to me, brother. Yo, look, you know what it is, man. Uh, hot take for me. I think the NBA is back uh, first week of June. Um, I think uh, Adam Silver is, is uh, just being a real uh, head honcho on the way he's handling things, being back and forth with the president. And his desire for the NBA to restart the, restart the economy and the world of sports um, is something he's trying to spearhead and really wants to do. So I think he's uh, – hats off to him and what he's doing for the NBA. Um, and when it gets back, uh, Lakers win a championship and LeBron will have his fourth ring. So I'm cool with it. I'd be cool with that as well. You know, oh, I'm, not, I'm a 92 and 2K now. Lakers so. fan. All right. Um, Connie Westside, let me hear from you. Hey guys, that's for you, boy. <laughs> hey guys, so we all know who are the heavy hitters right now in NBA. Uh, we all know it's you know it's the KDs, it's the Kyries, the LeBrons, you know the usual suspects, Curry and in and, and, um and the other other half of Splash Brothers. I cannot think of his name for Clay some reason. Thompson. Stop doing that. Clay like that. Thompson. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know, but but you have these names, but. We forget, man, these guys will pass on some sooner rather than later. And then we got to look to the new generation. And to me, I just want to say the new Banana Boat guys might be, you know, uh, might be your boy uh, Zion Williamson. You got your, you got your boy, you got your boy um, uh, R.J. Barrett and the, uh, and the other guy from Memphis, I forget his name. John uh, Morant, man, man, those might be your next banana boat guys, man. Along, along with probably the second year guys that that are in here with your boy Luca, uh, and, and you got a, you got your boy in Atlanta. I forget his name. Jesus, Trey Young. Trey Young. Yes, thank you guys so much. <laughs> but no, I, I'm, I'm forgetting names. Please forgive me. <laughs> but I, my hot take is that's your next banana boat crew. Those are your next. Those are your next good dudes. You're gonna be looking to. To get sure. you a championship. Now I say I say this, and it's my hot take. It's my hot take. Then you got the Ball Brothers. The Ball Brothers gonna show up too. Now, I'm just saying, it might be your new NBA after a while. Not both so, of them. Right, three of them. Shout out to Lamelo. Nah, Jello ain't doing nothing. There's one of them. There's one already hey, here, but there's one coming. Hey, hey, 
Hey, hey Jello. When this next ball Jello drop, Mello, when, when Lamelo comes, it's gonna be on Jello. The Jello, Jello Mello, Mello, and Zo. Don't don't act like Zo ain't putting up numbers for you, dude. Don't act don't act like Zo trash out here. Zo ain't trash Rondo out here. and Lamelo. Jello is Jello. In, in Jello's in the NBA right now. He's in the Technically, yeah, he's he made it. He made it. And when those when everybody gets on, then we're gonna be like, oh shoot. Hey, 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 LeVar is right. Oh, Melo going to be a problem. Mello, yeah, Melo's going to be a problem. All right, talk to me, Will Smith. What I got to talk about is um, some things that only black people can do during certain times. <laughs> during this time of the corona, I'm out at the Kroger, the grocery store. There's no eye contact. Nobody wants to talk to each other. People act like they don't see you. But then what I see is that have made the mask into fashion. Only black people can start sprucing up the mask to make it look fashionable and match with their outfit. <laughs> what we do, bro. With uh, a sports mask and you got their favorite team. I'm going to have one. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to have a cheese mask. My mother's making one for me as we speak. I said, I want a cheese mask <laughs> so I can still sport my team. But only, and we make it fashionable. I'm telling you, there's going to be a rapper. There's going to be a rapper that posts a mask. I wouldn't be surprised if I already done. <laughs> but also, I just want to say Zari to you. <laughs> Take this time I like on voice. a serious note. God is saying, come back to me. I this is it. a time for us to turn to God. Amen. And for those that have a relationship with him, you can uh, time for us to spend more time with him, grow closer to him. There have been some distractions in all of our lives, I believe. And no, maybe God is trying to get our attention and say, hey, uh, stop placing your faith in your job. Stop placing your faith in your money. Stop placing your faith in all these other things. I'm going to strip all that away. And now you have to look to me and depend on me. And for those that do, that do do that, they will come out strengthened because it says that we endure um, and we persevere and we grow in character and Facts. it helps us to grow. For those that don't have a relationship, I urge you to seek Jesus Christ you know what I'm saying? And it's uh, just really from my heart, I believe. Um, ask yourself this question. If I died today, where would I go? Mm. You don't know the answer to that question. If you're not secure in that, and you don't have a peace and comfort in knowing where you go after this life, because this is not the end. This body is temporary. Then you might want to uh, give Jesus Christ a try and let go of some of those things that have been taking a hold of your life. Let go and let God. Amen. 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 All right, Plain, talk to me. Oh man, as far as sports go, um, I know personally, man, I'm I'm looking I'm kinda kinda sad about the whole March Madness thing, not you know what I'm Fast. saying, going down like now this first year in a, that I can remember we didn't have March Madness, you know, that's a pivotal mm -hmm. time in sports. So um I, my heart goes out for those college athletes who are trying to prove themselves to try to go to the next level. Um you know, they're, they're talking about paying them or whatnot, but a lot of these guys don't get paid. So when they get these big opportunities on these stages to show what they have, these are pretty much the litmus test whether or not they can go to the next level and how they perform under yeah. the light. So um, I feel bad for those guys, people who graduate and seniors, mm -hmm. whether you're in college, high school or whatnot, you don't get a chance to go to prom. You don't get a chance to walk the stage and get your diplomas yeah. or your degrees. Um, so my heart goes out for them. Um, and similar to what Will was saying, man, like, 
I, I see a lot of people saying, man, I'm bored in the house, this and that, this and that. Like these, these are pivotal times that we could be using to really just dive in our word, really seek God and see what it is you're supposed to be doing. You know, so I think yeah. sports really hasn't been happening. You know, they got like different signings and different things. Sports mm-hmm. hasn't been happening. Me being an artist, um, one of my tours were cut short. You know, I'm not able to go to the studio and record. So I really just check you and see where you at. You know, what are, are there any idols in your life? Are there any things that, mm-hmm. that you're prioritizing over spending this time with God? Sometimes the things yeah. that we say we're doing for God mm-hmm. can replace God. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, yes, it ain't about God. worried about something you're doing. You so, learn, bro. You um, just doing this time, man, just seeking God in every area of your life. And just taking inventory and being real with yourself and seeing areas you need to improve in because there's yeah, it's sure. a lot of things that we can look at in scriptures and, and assume that are going on. But ultimately, yeah. we don't know the total scope of the plan of God or what he's doing mm-hmm. in this time. All we know that we can do is trust him, have faith, do inventory, Amen. and be the best representative of Christ that we can be. Mm-hmm. Um, so. sure. That's that's the and, best thing I think. And check out check out you version, man. Their Bible app just got uh just added stories over the weekend, which is yep. mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. I'm it's too nope. dope, bro. I love it. Yo, so nope. thank y'all so much. I appreciate everybody for joining us. Hey, look, really quickly, I give mine. Um, hey, there was a picture recently released um on Twitter. It was with Lamar Jackson hanging out with his favorite wide receiver hollywood brown Antonio. but also with antonio brown and oh, just, just florida's finest baby just the possibility florida. of seeing those two cousins come together on the football field that would be deadly uh, would be a deadly oh, situation man. however the issue with that situation is that the nfl still to this point even though it's been a season almost the entire season still have not given us a clear status on the playing status of Antonio Brown. So Antonio Brown had a chance to sign with the New Orleans Saints and couldn't do it because they they didn't get a clear answer from the league. They were kind of warned by the league that they wouldn't allow him to play. So there's been time for them to deal with his situation. There's been time for him to give us some update on his status, and we have not received that yet. In NFL, people haven't received that either. There should be some deadline. In my estimation, there should be some deadline that says, hey, we should deal with this issue by here or he's free to sign with any team. Now, think yeah. about what it would mean for an Antonio Brown and a, and a Hollywood Brown to be linked up with Lamar Jackson. That would really change the season. It would have also sure. changed the season if that same Antonio Brown could have possibly signed with Tom Brady, even though that got nixed by the actual team. Right. Yeah. But. Think about it, right? It would have changed last season if he could have signed with the Saints. At the same time, they're not giving us any deadline or anything on this situation. So, NFL, stop this with this man. Yes, he's a clown. We all know that. Yeah, he's a fool and he does nonsensical things. We understand that. Still, give this man some justice and let us know when he's going to be able to play. Is he free? Is he available? Is he not? We don't know, and we should. Yeah. I know when he's going to be available. Talk to me. When he gets the help that he needs. Until then, he will not be available to play football. Man, see, y'all need to understand something, man. This is how Florida... This is Florida, bro. Okay, well, let let, let me make it clear. This is how Florida do things, bro. No, man. Y'all got to be honest. Well, no, no. I got to be honest with y'all, man. Florida people, we handle stuff a little bit different. Y'all know we crazy. Y'all know we crazy. Okay, and that's the reason why he needs to have professional help. When you got... (laughs) 
like the worst agent in the world when it comes to dealing with people. I don't people, do the most, issues, but I do saying, a lot. I can't touch you. I'm going to make a toast because we still real? alive. He's been accused, no, but big. boy, he's been accused of something. Like not not of, of making Super music, shot. not of making stupid tweets. I'm coming right? He's been accused of something in particular. And if you either did it or you did not do that, right? Either this is something that you, you're guilty of or you're not guilty of that. That's nothing to do with you getting the help you need. It has something to do with, let's find clarity on the actual issue give me the clarity or don't but please stop holding this man up you feel yeah. me like i mean all we're gonna get is more nonsensical yeah. music videos and i don't want that i want i think Antonio brown on the field playing football i want to see him too but i think he put himself in the spot where it's like it's your job there's certain protocol that goes on at your job is going to be acceptable and unacceptable so mm-hmm. they see you on ig screaming out cussing women out uh you're accused of doing what he's accused of um, you come in sowing discord on every team that you've been on, you be, and, and your agent don't want to do nothing with you. You become you get the reputation of being a nuisance. So beyond what he's accused of, I see if he had exemplary behavior outside of that, he's acting a fool yeah. outside of having a charge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah his like, the actions he's displaying, I, man, it's like yeah, I agree right. with the voice. He needs some professional counseling to see where, because there's a, a root. It's coming from somewhere. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I think I think we need to shout out the real MVP, and that's Mike Tomlin. Mm-hmm. Nobody oh, for said, keeping all that quiet. Know, for you, ain't know nothing about this until Antonio left Pittsburgh. This absolutely no, it was true. starting before he left Pittsburgh. He yeah, but it wasn't. But it wasn't until as this soon as Juju came. Juju came, <laughs> and he yeah. started started getting salty, and and that's yeah. when everything yeah, he sabotaged his own works. career, man. All that's true. All that's true. Yeah, Everything y'all saying is true. Still, it's up to the NFL to give this man a verdict. Like, even oh, didn't really didn't do it. I think facts. they're waiting have on... Have they given uh, Cap a verdict? Say it again? Nope. <laughs> have they given Cap a verdict? They no, look, what they did to <laughs> Cap is wrong. What, look, what's happening to Cap is outright wrong. It's wrong. It's collusion. It's coll- and everybody Definitely. knows what's going on with Cap. Yeah. Right. And even though people will say, okay, they gave him that chance. Y'all were there. Y'all, y'all, y'all saw me. I was there. Right. That chance wasn't yeah. the chance for Cap. You feel me? That was like political. At the same time, at the end of the day, this situation with Cap has nothing to do with the situation with Antonio Brown. They're both too hot to touch. Is the no. Issue. Oh, you mean Antonio Brown's I'm... too hot to touch? Well, everybody keeps tapping him. Everybody's just waiting <laughs> to get fully touching. I think the NFL is waiting on a like a legal results legally with what's going on with his cases. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? I think that's essentially what they're waiting on because he's not in jail right now. So it's like, okay, yeah. what's the issue? Are these cases still open? Are they still pending? Yeah. So I think that's what before they want to reinstate him, they want to see, okay, what is going to come yeah. of these legal cases with these women? Yeah. Because it, they, right. the NFL since he's going to look out for the image of the shield, right? They're like, yeah. oh well we can't have a guy here that's that is convicted guilty of of raping women and you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, they right. don't want that stain on their shield, so to speak, even though they are, the NFL is a uh, very got hypocritical. Lot of stains already. Yeah. They're very, very hypocritical, hypocritical, but there's way too many Cowboys stains the on the NFL stain <laughs> or shields, bro. <laughs> Way too many stains. I, 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 I couldn't help myself. I'm sorry. All <laughs> right, y'all. Thank, thank y'all so much for joining us. Thank you, Plain James. Thank you, Will. Man, thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. Thank you, Connie Westside. Yo, tell tell Uncle West he's welcome back anytime he wants to come. Thank you, right. Miles Austin, for holding it down oh, for yeah. our Lakers. And also, thank you to Voice. All right. Don't do that, man. God, I'm, God try, I'm trying to squeeze that in there, bro. God bless y'all. Our Lakers. <laughs> Thank you.
you have a show, The Odd Couple with Rob Parker. It's a dynamic show, man. Please tell the people about it and where they can find it. Yeah, uh, it's the Odd Couple radio show, and it is myself and Rob Parker. It's on Fox Sports Radio. It's a national show. Uh, it's on the iHeartRadio app. And it's on Sirius XM channel 83 from 7 to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday, Eastern Time, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time, Monday through Friday. On over 350 channel or media markets nationwide. Uh, and also you can download the iCouple podcast, which are the uh, greater greatest takes from the show. That is uh, on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or FoxSportsRadio.com. So you can download, subscribe to the podcast, and check that out. So, uh, yeah, man, definitely uh, it's been going well. It's been popping. So uh, your listeners definitely want to check out the iCouple. 